Welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. Whether you're a pastor or a volunteer in your local church, God wants you to be a great Christian leader. And our topic today will grow the church in exponential ways. We're talking about comprehensive evangelism. And our guest, Robert Costa. Robert, it's good to be with you again on Thank Ministry you. in Motion. It's an honor to be in Ministry in Motion. We've had some great evangelists on this program. I think of Mark Finley, C.D. Brooks, but I don't know anyone who's more passionate about evangelism than you are. <laughs> well, I love it because it's my uh, way of life to share the good news in different ways. It's not just preaching, but different ways. Now, we've talked in a previous program about the church as a center for evangelism, but in this program, we want to talk about comprehensive evangelism, perhaps some ways in addition to preaching that we can build bridges and, and, and reach people with the good news about Jesus. So let's start by talking about the church as a center of influence in the community. Uh, what does that look like? Well, if we ask ourselves the question, if your church will close the doors, will the members of the community will notice that? Are we an influence? Are we the salt? Are we the light? Or are we just a group to meet together in a certain place and nobody who, who, who they are, what they do? If we are not an influence in the community, we are missing the point because God wants for us to mix with the people to bring the good news in different ways like Jesus told us. So certainly when you would come in and do more traditional evangelism, if that church is truly a center of influence, it's going to result in much greater harvest uh, when you come in and hold what some call a reaping meeting. Absolutely. Uh, if we were just to inviting invited the people to come to the meetings, I want to preach this. Maybe a few will come, but you will really want to be an influence. Serve the others, do something for them, win their hearts. Follow Jesus' method of, of winning their heart, taking care of their needs, and then invite them to listen to the rest of the story, and more and more people will come. Like that happened, in, I remember in Colombia, 5,000 volunteers, even the governor signed up 89 letters asking, go and open the doors to this uh, church because there's going to be a, a good influence for you in the community. Mm. And many, many thousands responded. They want to listen to the whole, the, the, the rest of the story. So let's talk about a church and let's say an ideal situation before someone would come in and hold either a Sabbath morning evangelism or a series of meetings. What are some types of things that a church could be doing to really be impacting the community as a center of influence? First of all, we need to uh, show them uh, that we care for them. Because Jesus is not here anymore, but you, we are the feet of Jesus, we are the hand of Jesus, we are the eyes, the ears, but above all, we are the heart of Jesus to love them. If we uh, create some kind of uh, approach or program like on health, expo health, or uh, uh, seminars on uh, how to cook, um, you know, in, in healthy food, healthy or whatever. Food. Mm -hmm. And uh, I used to present my churches, remember those uh, English classes or Spanish classes. Like a second language. Right. Mm -hmm. And people will come. I know one church that is open seven days a week. 
and that church is a real influence. That church is in Manhattan, one of the most difficult places, and the people are coming. They are not just preaching, they are showing sympathy, they are offering different kind of service, and then people say, oh, if this church is doing that for me, uh, maybe they have something to share. I want to listen to the rest of the story. And many are going to the spiritual area when evangelistic meeting comes, they're invited invite and they come. So that's a comprehensive kind of outreach that really is more effective than goes just to preach and to invite the people to listen to a message. Now I know that you, we've talked about different preaching resources uh, if people want to share the full message. What about if they want to learn some of these other ways of influencing the community, health programming, where can they go to find uh, training or uh, resource materials that will help them? Yeah, uh, I will encourage you to visit uh, Ministry in Motion, uh, the, the <laughs> website, because we are little by little showing and putting more and more materials. For example, this one document entitled Project of Kindness more than 200 different ways how to reach friends, how to make friends as a church, as an individual, in any place, from the work, from the uh, classwork, from uh, classroom, from any place, just to make friends and win the heart of the people. We need to love the people. More and more individualism is, is now in the society, through the internet, to television, people. But when we show them sympathy and love, they are opening their heart, they soften their heart, and there's a golden opportunity to tell them that, uh, for example, we talk to them about health. But then the transition, listen, we will live seven or 15 years more if we follow this principle. But we have the principles in this book that allows you to live forever, and that made the difference. So you built a relationship with people, you said, by loving them, by caring for their needs, but you don't just leave them with seven to 15 years of more life. You want, because you built that bridge, to bring them some we'll be so eternally good news. That's right, we'll be too selfish to leave them right there, for here and for the now and for here. We need to tell them to live forever, that's God's plan. And that's the message of this book. I carry this little Bible, uh, Dr. Derek, because uh, this Bible was 69 days almost one kilometer down there in the deepness of the earth in, one, in the hand of one of the 33 miners. Someone established a can hope and then they send those Bibles down there. They enter into that mine as an atheist and they came out as a different persons because the message of this book made the people different. And you're talking about those miners in Chile. Those 33 miners, 33 miners in Chile. 69 days underground. We're right. going to come back because I'd like to hear more about that uh, Camp, Camp Hope. Hope. Camp Hope. Uh, there are things that you can do to take church out of the church building, to take words about caring your community out of the church building and take it out to where the needs are. We're talking about comprehensive evangelism, really stepping out and bringing the love of Jesus and the kindness of Jesus to your community. We'll be back with more about comprehensive evangelism right after the break. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today, comprehensive evangelism. Would people even notice if your church closed down? Are you really a center of influence? 
a channel of the love of God and the kindness of God in your community. Our guest, Robert Costa. Robert, you just started to tell us the story about these miners trapped underground. We remember the story, many of us. We watched it on national and international news. 69 days underground. There was a church nearby that decided to take the love of God out of the building and actually make a difference right there in the in the rescue community. Tell us yes, that story. This happened uh, a little more than four years ago. And uh, there was no church nearby, but a pastor heard about these people in need. Okay. And then they said, these people are in need. I'm going to bring them hope. So the families gather. <laughs> the question was, are they alive or not? Finally, they found them alive. And the pastor and other people established what they call Come Hope. So how far counsel. did this pastor live from this mine uh uh, several, several miles away, and he traveled because he wants to show them sympathy. <laughs> so he took, he took church to them. Uh, right, right, right. He took the love of God to where they were. That made a difference, and then he, he brought with him some counselors, even a clown to, for the young people, for the, for the children, to make them happy and to tell the stories, and other people uh, uh, with spiritual counsels. And then he became the real chaplain of the people on the surface, and to the people down there because he sent 33 Bibles like this. And this was one of the Bibles that he sent. And every day he assigned to those miners, please read now. And the first uh, place uh, he assigned, Psalm 103, it says, you rescue my life from the deepness. Yeah. Wow, powerful message. And then every day <laughs> he was a virtual chaplain. That made a difference. He was not preaching. He was bringing hope and then bringing food, uh, shelter to those people who were in the surface. That made a difference because he was showing a practical way the love of Jesus. It had to be a small Bible, right? Because yeah. it was just a small opening. That's right. A little in a tube, they put those Bibles and they were sent down there. And one of the miners says, we were not just 33, we were 34. Jesus, we felt Jesus mm. with us all the time. What a powerful testimony. So we need both compassion, that's what brought this pastor to help, or, right. but we also need creativity. Uh, I, I'm thinking now that this pastor who didn't live right there at the mine, he went there because he saw a need and he wanted to be part of bringing the love of God to that need. Um, Let's talk about some other ways. People maybe that have surprised you. You say, wow, that is very creative. That's a creative form of evangelism that goes not replacing the preaching of the word. That's important, right? But it's actually preparing the soil and blessing the people. Tell me some other creative stories you've heard. Let, let me uh, tell you a story <laughs> because I love stories, Dr. Derek. Uh, come with me, uh, 2013, January. I went to New York. I met a, a group of young people and the pastor can come over and pray for us, pray for a big snowstorm. I said, why, for a big snowstorm, that paralyzes me? No, no, we realize when it's snowing is the best time to testify. I said, how you do? I said, we get up very early in the morning and we clean up the cars and put some salt, clean up the, the dry ways and everything. When the people come out in that, we adopt a block. When the people get up, they don't have to scratch. They, 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 they have everything ready to go to work. <laughs> so, and they get up. They are university students, professionals, young people doing that. Just one hour doing that early in the morning to serve the community. They are not preaching. 
but they are preaching. But that's evangelism, says. isn't it? That's evangelism. That's because different ways to reach. And then the people say, hey, what's going on here? The government, government is not doing that. So they grew up early and they saw the young people doing that. Who are you? Why do they? No, we do this because we love Jesus and we love our neighbors and want to do acts of kindness. And that's amazing. Well, another group, uh, young people came out, more young people. Uh, they, they, there was a, a, a small church, by the way, about to be closed with 17 members. They were about to be closed. And the young people said, no, no, not yet. And they organized that community services. When the summer comes, they have 69 people attending that church. Now I'm looking, Matt, that's like a triple or quadruple the attendance, right? From 17 to 60... 69. 69. But they didn't stop right there. In summertime, they bought in a big store tons of bottles of water. They put a sticker around and they head <laughs> to Wall Street. Wall Street? Where the greatest uh, magnates of finance, the, the finance center of the world, just passing free water in the middle of the summer. People are walking free water, free water. And they put a sticker with a Bible promise, with mm. the love of God. Mm. Well, they make so many friends. And then a bishop of certain church was passing by every day. And one day he announced to his church, finally, I found out the church I want to belong to. Why? Because he said, we are coming every week just to warm up the, the pews. But these young people are doing what is, I want to join that church. That's what happens when we are following Jesus' method. It softens the hearts. It's a real blessing for the community. But the real blessed are those who are serving the communities. I want to encourage everyone to look for different ways. In the, go to a website on Military Motion and you will find out more than 200, 240 different ways how to make friends and to reach the community. Because... Uh, that's what Jesus was doing. And then they went, were willing to listen to the rest of the story. Well, the website that we mentioned, ministryemotion.tv, will have a link to those 200? More than 200. Yeah. You call them acts of kindness? Projects of kindness. Projects of kindness, where, where you can uh, find ways to, to be creative in bringing the compassion of Jesus to those around you. Maybe you've thought of some ways that you have allowed your church to become a real center of influence of salt and light using the terms of Jesus. We'd love to hear from you. You can write to us at feedback at ministryemotion.tv and tell us uh, some of the creative ways that you are reaching out uh, with the love of Jesus. But Robert, we can also do that as individuals, not just in the church community. Right. Talk to me. We all have a circle of influence and uh, we've just got a few seconds. We'll go to break, come back again. But uh, how do I impact that circle of influence as an individual? Well, think about this. We are surrounded, surrounded by people all the time. In our work, in the school, at home, in the neighborhood. How can we be an influence to them? Well, I want to show you some stories about that also. And we'll be praying then, I guess, that the Holy Spirit would show us Absolutely. To, to, to impact that circle. Right after the break, we'll talk about how we as individuals can impact our own circle because you have friends, you have neighbors who no one else might reach. We'll talk about comprehensive evangelism some more right after the break.
Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today, comprehensive evangelism, and our guest, Robert Costa. Robert, I love to hear the stories that you share as we think about people being compassionate and creative in reaching out to others and, and not waiting for the church or some higher organization to vote a program. Uh, tell us another story about someone that saw a need and thought I could reach out with the love of God. Yes, uh, we have to be the light and the salt of the earth and we are surrounded by people we can make a difference to one person at a time. It reminds me of that story that, uh, uh, that, that uh, gentleman was trained on uh, uh, starfish to the, uh, was a tremendous, I said, you never will say, well, well for this will be the difference, and he was trained one by one. We can be the, uh, make the difference to each person. I remember a, a young uh, a Christian in uh, Texas. He was a neighbor of a, a police uh, officer, uh, usually she and the wife prepare some bread and they take as a gift to them and they remember the, the birthday. Sometimes they help in, in different, different ways because the gentleman was very, very busy all the time as a police. And uh, they became friends. And one day he said, let's do something on uh, a bigger scale. Let's benefit the whole police department. And they call another young people, another young people, and they invite me to go to the police department and says, Mr. Chief, we noticed that uh, all the police force, uh, we watch them eating uh, donuts and coffee, coffee and donuts, and look, they are in bad shape. Uh, <laughs> it's time for them to eat right, to be healthy. We help our, my neighbor here, he's now more, uh, because they were helping, talking about health and the health principle. And the chief says, well, that's a good idea. So they organized themselves, they opened the church, a church of influence, they became a members of influence in person to person in the community, and now they became a church of influence. And then they opened the doors of the church from 6 in the morning till 11 a.m. once a month on Sunday to offer free hot breakfast for the whole police department. And one of them came early and called by the radio, listen, the, the taquitos and the, and the, and the waffles, and, uh, everything, the fruit are delicious here. And then another police, another police, while they came over here, they were washing the patrols, leaving the patrols the cars. and the cars completely <laughs> clean and shiny. They made friends. I remember how much the police, we made good friendship with them. And then they help us out and had parades or special program. Oh, we know the young people. We know this, this uh, group of people. Well, if we go person by person, God will give us the right word and will inspire us what to do in favor of another person. And that will, that will make the difference many people. You know, I really like the idea that we don't just tell people what they should eat to be healthy, but they made the breakfast for them. <laughs> that, that, that's really um, a project of kindness, isn't it? May, building a bridge and, and I guess Jesus' method of meeting the needs of the people coming alongside of them. Uh, if I'm not that creative, Okay, we're talking about being creative. If I'm not that creative, I suppose I could always join with some other young people or join with some other people who are doing something that I go, wow, that looks good. You, you told me once the story of a group, I think they were young people, yes. who uh, saw a church that needed to be painted. Tell, tell us that story. Well, I, I was in, in South America uh, three years ago, and they invited me to be part of a huge event that covered half of the country. Hmm. 
with a sponsor by uh, the church, by the government and everybody, 5,000 volunteers, young people went to the uh, church. And uh, there was a cemetery nearby. And they asked, what do you have? They asked to the, to the priest, what do you have over there? It's a jungle, it's a cemetery. Well, we don't have money. Do you allow us to clean up the cemetery for you? And so now you talked about 5,000. So there are a lot of these groups in groups, different parts of the three, country. Four here, okay. 10, 100. So here on comes the a group to this church. A small group of young people came to the church and said, we want to do an, an act of kindness clean to up the this cemetery. church. They <laughs> clean up the cemetery. And the people are watching, who are doing this? Of course they want to listen to the rest of the story. And then they enter a church building 17 something, all church, and says, uh, Mr. Priest, uh, the, the, the church is quite old, need a coat of paint. Well, we don't have money. Do you allow us to, um, to, to paint the church for free? And the priest couldn't believe. Yes, do that. There was an in Eastern time. So all the believers were coming. What happened? The churches looked like new. But then they realized that the young people were doing that for free, just serving others. And then the priest was so moved to compassion that said to young people, you know what, I'm going to finish the Mass very early. I'm going to give you the pulpit for you to preach from here. Mm. And then, well, uh, what happened? I, I'm not talking about one religion or another religion. I'm talking about what Jesus was doing in favor of the people. No matter Touching what hearts. religion is, or Muslim or Christian or... or when we are friends to the people are taking care of their, taking care of their need, showing kindness, they open their hearts. And then it's a good opportunity not only to make friends for now, but make friends forever. And that's the message of this book. Robert, it's inspiring. I, it makes me want to say, Lord, what can I do? You talked about baking a loaf of bread, taking it to a neighbor, um, shoveling snow. Lemonade, or uh, I mean, uh, different kind of things you can do for others. Uh, a neighbor, uh, I bought some extra bread or ice cream or whatever here. Make friends, and that made a difference because sooner or later, those people say, Who are these guys who are so kind? They want to listen why, and then is the time to leave the, the, the light of the Word of God to shine in their minds. I want to wrap up with, with actually holding some meetings because people have been a, members of influence in a center of influence, lives have been touched, but many times people say, but I don't know how to invite them to accept Jesus. And that's where public evangelism meetings still have a place. Talk to me about the privilege of coming in where a church has really been a center of influence and members have had the love of Jesus sh shining through them. What's it like to call people to respond after they've seen that? The logical transition is to make friends, and then later they will come to listen to the rest of the story. And the rest of the story is uh, how Jesus loves us and how he wants for us to live for eternity. This life is just a parenthesis. It's not all. We have to make plans to live forever. And that's the message of this book. And then the proclamation of the word how to, we are sinners, how Jesus came to forgive our sins, how he died for us, how the plans for, for our life. And then we tell them, this is a complete manual on health, on re, uh, interrelationships, personal relationships, on, on finances. 
this is the manual of the maker. So when we share this, God's, uh, this book, the message of this book, the blessing of God is upon that person because the Holy Spirit that inspires this book will work in those hearts, making citizen, citizens for eternity. Robert, thanks so much for sharing with us today. And thank you for being with us. It's an exciting topic, comprehensive evangelism. And if you'd like to learn more about these projects of kindness, go to our website, ministryinmotion.tv. You'll be able to get that information. We'd also like to hear from you how you're sharing the love of Jesus, making a difference in your community. You can write to us at feedback at ministryinmotion.tv. What a privilege to bring the love of Jesus. I just pray you take some things you've learned and make a difference in your community.